welcome to another episode of the bottom of the stream movie show my name is adam my name is nick and uh we're back we're back on the stream boat we are doing what we do best we are delving down into the bottom of the netflix stream trying to find some hidden gems not only are we delving down we're delving down under oh nice <laughs> thank you that's so good <laughs> for we are off to australia we're this off week to the land of oz the streamboat has taken us to Australia because this movie that we're doing on this episode is called Riptide. It was released in 2017. It's a PG. It runs for one hour and 25 minutes and is currently rated a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. 5.5? What do ratings mean? Fuck knows. <laughs> no idea, but that's far too high. Anyway, let's carry on. This movie stars a lady called Debbie Ryan. She plays a character called Cora Hamilton. Um... Ever heard of Debbie Ryan before? No. She's a Disney kid. Oh, okay. She's in all of those, like... You remember when Disney Channel making TV shows like The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? I'm aware of them. Hannah Montana and all that. She's in all of those. I was too old for those and I had no yeah, children at that I'm time, the, so the totally bypass me. But I'm aware of their existence. She must be quite famous in some circles because she plays herself in Fast X. Oh, really? Yeah. The uh, fast, latest Fast and the Furious okay. movie. She also has the accolade of being the youngest person to ever direct a Disney Channel TV show. Oh, that is a good start. Yeah, she was 20. Okay. She directed her own TV show. Nice. That's crazy, isn't it? Like it. Uh, this film also stars a lady called Genevieve Hegney. She plays Margot. And Andrew Creer plays Tom. As we always do for Australian movies, what do we do? We would be remiss not to, to check if any of the cast had starred in either Home and Away and or Neighbours. So I went through the entire cast um, and there's a couple of episodes here and there. Sure. And then you get to the guy who plays Caleb, who was in 258 episodes of Neighbours. Oh, wow. Wow, indeed. I didn't recognise him. Nor did I. And I don't recognise the name of the character, so I have no idea who he is. Uh, written by Georgia Harrison, this movie this week does have a writer. Okay. Interesting. This is progress <laughs> We're back from to normal. Week. And directed by Rhiannon Bannenberg. Great name. Rhiannon Bannenberg. My favourite type of cake. <laughs> it's just really fun to say, Rhiannon Bannenberg. Oh, I want to say it. Go R- Rhiannon Bannenberg. That's brilliant. Say it without the space in the middle. Rhiannon Bannenberg. <laughs> Good fun, isn't it? Rhiannonberg. Rhiannonberg. To her friends. Nick, do you have a one-word review? Cowabunga? Is that what surfers say? That's what skaters say. Oh, it? okay. Uh, <laughs> no, you might be right. Surf's up. So it's a surfing movie, baby. Where does this movie start, Nick? I'm going to use this <laughs> word a lot in this movie. I think we both are, and I know what the word is. This movie starts with a montage. It does indeed. And I was nearly going to say, is this movie all montage? But aren't all movies montages? This one is. <laughs> we start with a montage. It is a, a, a makeup slash photo shoot slash modelling... Montage. Montage. It is indeed. With some like internet and headlines thrown in yeah getting our setup we are indeed and we hit the title card straight out of this montage and we come out of the title card to we meet cora for the first time in the montage it says things like uh headlines from things like i can i guess it's a ripoff of like things like tmz and things like that isn't it it's like cora it girl model on the rise yeah, she's... All that sort of thing we we got the impression in the first two minutes of this movie that we're about to meet a model on the rise yes (laughs) <laughs> um, and we do we meet her straight away after the title card this we meet Cora for the first time and she's having a conversation with an older lady who we then find out is her mother yes and she is talking about how she wants to go to college but her mum's like 
what? Just shut up. You were in the middle of the biggest shoot of your career. Yeah. So you're going to be the world famous model. What do you need college for? Yeah, exactly. It's terrible parental advice. Yeah, yeah. mum's like, you're a model girl. You don't need college. And then Cora says, well, it's graduation tomorrow. Are you coming to that? And she's yeah. like, no, I've got a business meeting. I'm not he sure. says, I'm, I'm negotiating your contract. Yeah. She's a pushy mother who is also a Cora's manager. Yeah. Well, well I, it turns out owns a modelling agency. Yes, exactly. And Cora is currently modelling for Morgana, who's the biggest fashion designer in New York. Yeah. Wherever they are. New York, it is New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In New York. And she manages to offend this guy. I got the wrong end of the stick here because okay. my note says Cora is like a modelling Jedi because right. she's like, she's she's going to be in front of the camera, but then she's like, oh, this dress doesn't look quite right. So she pulls a bit off the dress yeah. and I was like, oh, she's going to be, yeah, like this, this is like the Lionel Messi of modelling. Yeah. She's got an eye for the photo. She's doing the whole thing herself. But no, she gets told off by she, Morgana. She absolutely like, gets told off. What, she gets ripped a new one. You stay in front of the camera, bitch. Basically. Yeah, basically, just be a model and look pretty. Yeah. Um, she gets offended by this. She, yeah, she storms off. And she storms off. She runs out of the room. She runs down some stairs and falls down some stairs. Yeah, and this is like the worst thing that could possibly happen in the world. Yeah, to an up and coming model. Yeah. Um, no, no. I, well, yeah, I guess this seems to be pretty much world headlines yeah i guess so because it goes viral <laughs> yeah somebody does. films her falling down the stairs and it goes she's not it's not even a big fall it's no, not like a dress ended like up over stairs. her head and the knickers are out or yeah. anything she that, just... that costume's got to go back on higher it's only on higher yeah this movie can't afford that budget <laughs> but this video goes viral and it's no. like her world has ended yeah it is it's like embarrassing to her embarrassing to her mother and mum was talking like oh we've got to do damage control yeah. fell down the stair I'm pretty sure like Naomi Campbell fell over all the time yeah matter. she used to beat photographers <laughs> allegedly um, we go back home with Cora she's sitting in her bedroom feeling all sorry for herself watching this video over and over again and her mum sends in one of her people to check yeah, on her yeah to check on her to make sure she's okay and Cora's like well couldn't she come in herself to ask me she's on uh, the call she's on the call yeah she's too busy and Cora manages to find a birthday card. She's 18, this girl. She's just yeah. turned 18. She finds a birthday card from her aunt who lives in Australia. Aunt Margot. Aunt Margot. Or Margot, as it should be pronounced. <laughs> should um, it? Yes, I think so. Um, and this triggers something in Cora. And she's like... Nice memories. I'm going to go to Australia. Yeah, and we see the nice memories in yeah. like hazy flashbacks of her paddling in the, the beach. Yes. See. So... <laughs> Of, you know, the beach. Paddling in the beach sea. The beach sea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we get a montage, another montage of her packing a bag and getting in a cab and getting to an airport. Yeah. So she's not even hanging around. She's going straight to this like, this Australia. This Australia, yeah. This Australia. Her, we're, we're on all cylinders tonight. We she, are firing. She ignores her mum who is calling her. Yep. And then her mum just turns up at the airport she anyway. She does indeed. She's somehow got through security. She saw the charge on the credit card. Yes. For um, seven grand. For seven grand for a flight. So figured out she knew where Cora was. That's she's a model. Just be happy she's not like doing drugs. No, exactly. Let her go to Australia. Cora gives it to him on both barrels. She tells her some real home truths about life and what's going on she tells her it would be nice to have someone take an interest in me and her mum's like i'm busy i'm doing this for you yeah. I, I can't give you all my time and cora says i don't want all of your time she put some of it yeah her mum does not listen i mean she take any of this in i she doesn't understand cara's i don't think problems we, i don't yeah I, I agree and i don't think we expect like deep layered characters no 
when we're watching this sort of movie. Don't be expecting that from this movie because but, you're not getting it. <laughs> but my God, her mother was the paper thinnest caricature of a. She really was like New York workaholic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she really was. Like it was like they'd photocopied Meryl Streep from The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, about six thousand times. <laughs> And each copy had got slightly weaker, and that's what this character was. Yes, agreed. Um, anyway, the conversation ends when Cora, yes, Cora storms off and gets on a plane, and then we cut to Australia. A lady wakes up in a bed. She's not alone, but she is alone. She's having memories of her dead husband. She does still talk to her dead husband, yes. And we see him, but he's not there. We, this is just how the film is. Aunt do Margot this. and previously Caleb. Uncle Caleb. Yes. Um, we don't know how he died yet, but we do find out later on. Um, she gets out of bed. She gets up. She goes to do some Tai Chi in the morning. Do you morning. know what? I, I, this, I'm really trying not to be like stereotypical on what my perception of Australia is. Yeah. But when I saw Aunt Margot do Tai Chi in this movie, yeah. I immediately thought, huh, the only other time I can really remember Tai Chi playing a significant role in a TV or movie is when Helen Daniels used to do <laughs> it all the time in Neighbours. But you can say we don't want to stereotype Australia. This film stereotypes <laughs> Australia to the hilt. It's a wonder there's not kangaroos bounding around. <laughs> yeah, the, you're right. The, even the house that they lived in looks like the house from Home and Away. <laughs> but yeah, she goes to do some Tai Chi with another lady who we later find out is her ex-mother-in-law. Yeah. Um, I think is she like she's still a mother-in-law. I don't know. Let's I don't not know. How does that work? I don't know. Let's, that's maybe a grim conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and she, during this Tai Chi lesson, she's so blissed out doing this Tai Chi, getting a Zen on. She's forgotten she, that she's supposed to go and pick up her niece. She thinks it's the day it was yesterday. <laughs> she thinks it's yesterday. Yes. So she rushes off and goes off to pick up Kara in a Ute. That's what Australians drive. Yep. Utes. And um, Cora has been, like, she got off the bus. Yeah. And I would say within three seconds, you can see the ute yeah. coming towards her. And yeah. probably... Like she's late or anything. 30 seconds after that, Margot pulls up. Yeah. And Margot's like, oh, I'm so sorry I'm late. And Cora's like, oh, that's all right. Yeah. I'm, I, she didn't go like, I've literally just got off the bus. There it is. You yeah, can you can still see, see the bus. You're fine. It's, it's gone. Just no, she didn't say that at all. She made me laugh. Um, and then just, I felt sometimes I had to like make my own. Did you laugh at this movie this rather movie. than with it? Yeah. Um, she also lies again to Margot in the car journey back to the house when she tells her that her mum knows that she's there and she's happy for her. This scene in the car when they were talking to each other was also the first time I really noticed that this movie was completely redubbed. Completely redubbed. The whole thing. Quite badly and up in parts very badly. Because I was I didn't spot it at this point. And I was like, that auntie lady's really bad. She, her acting was awful. And then after a minute, I was like, that's dubbed. That's why. Yeah, it they were no both. They I were both because of the noise of the car. The car, yeah. One. And the ocean problem. The, the, the whole film's set by the ocean. Yeah. So I imagine that's why it's happening. They've, they've it's, all redubbed themselves. But it's really bad. Yeah. The dub, the dub in some points is worse than and the one last week. Yeah. We've seen, we have seen better... Foreign language dubs. Where they are actually foreign language yeah, dubs. This is this is bad. This has not been this has not been dealt a kind hand in nobody's, the post. Nobody spent any time on the dub of this movie. <laughs> um we find out that at this point that Margot does have a dead husband. Um and when they get to the house, there is a couple of people there waiting. Yeah. So it's the lady that we met earlier who she was doing Tai Chi with. Yes. 
Caleb's mum, and a guy, another guy, who I assumed was Caleb's brother at this point, but he wasn't. No. He was like best friend? He, yeah. His he name was, was Owen. He was kind of her friend as well, but unfortunately they have a strained relationship because it turns out Margot owns a surf school. Caleb used to run a surf school. Yeah. Margot now, ipso facto, owns that. And Owen owns the rival surf school in yes. town. And he wants to buy her surf school. Yeah. But she's not over the death of her husband who surf school it she was. She doesn't want to let it go. So she doesn't want to let it go. So they have a bit of a argy-bargy about it. Yeah, he's it? like, look, it's the best thing to do. You're not doing anything with it. You're going to get yourself in trouble if you... Yeah. He's trying to give her a bit of tough love, I suppose. Yeah, basically. But she sends him packing. She's like, get out of my house. Blah, blah, blah. Clear off. And we find out at this point as well that Margot is a world record holding surfer. She was a three-time world champ. She was. And, and the mother-in-law, who's called B, says, oh, I'm sure your mum told you all about it. And Cora just goes, no, this is the first time hearing of this. Did not know this at all. Um, and there's also a surf festival that's about to happen in I the I love town. the timing. It's just about to happen. It's a few weeks away, but it's just about to happen. What is the surf festival celebrating? A hundred years of ladies in surfing. Yeah. Women surfers. Since the first woman said... Got- Screw you, patriarchy. I'm getting on a surfboard. I think the line was, since the first woman walked into the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I loved it. Yeah. Um, Margot then shows Cora to her bedroom. and This this was a weird bit. It was a weird bit. Can I just... I will say what I think was happening here. Yeah. And you tell me if I have completely misjudged it or not. Okay. Because I thought it was weird. It was. So... Aunt Margot takes Cora to her guest room, yes, bedroom, bedroom that she's going to be staying in. And she's like, oh, um, I've still got loads of your pictures up that you did and some of your belongings. Yeah. And now to our knowledge, Cora's only been there once on holiday. As a child. About 10 years ago. I think it says 10 years ago. And I'm like, are you telling me she's kept this room just like since the last time she stayed in it 10 years ago with all these drawings that she did on a whatever three week holiday before that yeah. was my understanding of what was going that, I think on that, I think you're right I think I don't know if it was just one holiday or she'd been there a couple of times but no I think it was once because there's a conversation later where she she says to Aunt Margot I still remember when we came and my mum promised we'd come back every year yes, after that yes you're right and we she never does. did she does you're right they have only been there once yeah it is weird so there's this, like, Cora shrine from when she was 10. And... Do you know what was also weird? What? In the next scene, she's sitting in the bathroom, and you can hear the sound of running water as if she's running a bath. Yeah. There's no running water coming out of the tap. That's magic. And she is just sitting, looking at this water that's not filling up in the bath. And she spots another guy out of the window. Yeah. And this is Tom, who we later meet. But at this point, he's just hot surf instructor. Sure. Who works for the surf school. Got his never, wetsuit down around yeah, his hips. never wears hips. a top. Um, so she runs this bath which she never has no she doesn't she never goes to the bath she goes to go she goes, have a sandwich she, she goes outside to have a sandwich but when she gets out there her sandwich is being eaten by somebody else yes Chica 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 who also doesn't live at the house but also is also at always at the house yeah and we, do we know who she is she's just a local surf girl she's just a kid yeah who just happens to hang around and Margot on and, but Tom does live there does or he lives out of the surf school or somewhere yeah. in this area. He's the one employee remaining yeah. in the surf school. Yeah. who's probably also lodging there. Oh, I there's think. also a chicken. Yes. I thought I like the chicken. Belin- <laughs> I think it was Belinda. Bel- definitely began with a B. I'll yeah. give you Belinda. I thought Bridget, but maybe it is Belinda. Uh, 
good performance. Good, good. chicken. Probably the best actor in the film. And I think on your character sheet for Chica, yeah. I think it would literally just say quirky. Quirky. And that's, yeah. No, that's it. That's all it would say. Okay. And that's what she's had to base this performance on. I yes, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Um, she wears dungarees and talks about popping candy. She thinks it's like the best thing invented. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't feel like she's ever been far away from this house. Um, they don't have the internet at the, at the house. Margot does not have the internet, so Cora can't check in on her phone to no. see what's going on. But they do had, have internet at the surf school. Sure. So they, they all the three youngsters there. head down there. Blue Soul. Uh, Blue That's Soul. That's it. Um, and Cora checks her phone, and she's getting quite a lot of abuse online for, yeah, it's just, for she's, tripping she's, down she's two steps. hate scrolling, isn't she? Yeah. All she did was trip down two steps. Yeah. That's all she's done. Um, I, my next note says, Chica is a happy soul. Yeah. She's just always happy. She's always smiley. Um, she comes across as a bit of a psychopath because of it. <laughs> um, she wants to know if Cora's ever heard of her friend who lives in New York. Um, he... He's called Patrick and he always wears a hat. Yeah. And Cora's like, there's 8 million people who live in New York. Yeah. No, I don't know your friend. Um, she calls her mum's voicemail, knowing that she'll get the voicemail, I believe, um, just to leave a message. Oh, no, she doesn't leave a she message. Practices. She practices. She practices. And then when it She didn't want to speak to her mum, but I think she wanted her mum to know yeah. that she'd tried to call her. Um, and then we go back to New York. And well, mum is sad. That is exactly what my note says. Yeah. Mum is sad. In, in NYC, mum is sad. That's yeah. what my note says. And then we go back to Australia where nobody's sad because what they've decided to do is play baseball with coconuts. Yep. And she, Margot goes, oh, Cora's really sad. We should, there's only one thing to do to cheer up. We've got to play code coconut. Yeah. And, and then the mother-in-law says, yeah, but we've got to wear helmets because I've definitely... You know, I really think Chica got concussed last time we played it. And I'm like, are they suggesting she's like, got some... <laughs> maybe, I hadn't picked that up at all, but maybe you're right. Maybe that's what's wrong with Chica. <laughs> I was like... Got brain by a coconut. Feels a bit dark. <laughs> I hadn't picked that up, but maybe you're right. <laughs> I mean, they do. They play coconut baseball. Yeah, basically and have smashing an amazing coconuts time. Mate, everyone has fun, my note says. Like Cora is still playing in like heels in a designer dress. Yeah, she's always in that. After that, Chica takes Cora to the ocean. That just goes in the sea. Here's the ocean. Right, let's go in the sea. Uh, she's reluctant to go in, but she does go in in the end. Yeah. Um, that night, they have a fire on the beach. Just have a bit of a hangout on the beach around a fire. And it's revealed that they've seen the video. Chica accidentally lets it drop that everybody there has seen this video. Yeah. Um, and, and I've written here, my note says, some mushy shit about mushiness. Margot basically says... Look, this what you falling down those two stairs is no different to when I used to wipe out on a surfboard. It's a learning experience. Uh, and then Cora goes on about how she wants to be a designer, not a model. Yeah. And, and then there's a load of stuff about, look, I'm sure if fashion's your thing, maybe it's true. But it's all this stuff about like how designers are just as... Uh, very similar to architects. They have to build something from the ground up. And it's one of the most boring scenes in the history of movies. Just go on for a bit. It does. Um, and the movie, the scene ends where the mother-in-law, what was her name, B, B. she turns to Cora and says, "You and Chica should go surfing tomorrow." Yeah, out of nowhere, yeah. completely out of nowhere. They probably were going to anyway. Cut to, cut to. Guess what's happening? They're going surfing. They're going surfing. Now they don't get a surfing lesson from Tom, who's the surf instructor. No. Chica thinks I'll give her a surfing lesson. Yeah, so she does. Um, while they're out surfing, the telephone rings, and it is Mum. Yeah. Sandra? 
Sophia, so- I think. Sophia, Sophie, right. Um, she calls and speaks to Margot and it is, seems they've not spoken for a very long time because it's very awkward. No, and they, they quickly start to fall out again and, and yeah, Sophia's just like, look, is Cora right? I get the impression they've not spoken since Margot's husband died. Yeah, which and is they have not bad. reconnected. And Sophia says to Margot, one of the first things she says is, have you sold the surf school yet? Yeah. Which she's not ready to do. She gets offended by that and they, they eventually hang, hang up on each other. Yeah, because Margot says to Sophia, look, you... Don't tell me how to run my business. Last time you came to visit here was only because your last company was on, in trouble. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Cora then gets to know Tom a little bit more. They have a bit of a chat. And as they're chatting, the other surf school turns up at the beach. Oh, they're called Wave Masters. Wave Masters. much better name. They've got very generic, boring <laughs> surfboards. They've all got like plain red surfboards. Yeah, they're not like co- the Cobra Kai of the no, s- surf world. Uh, but that's just to remind us that there's another surf school. I think that's all that's yeah. there for. Um, when they get home, the mother-in-law tries to get Cora involved in the festival planning. Yeah, it turns out she's the head of the festival planning committee. Yeah. And she's going to do it all out of Margot's house. Yep. Because she says to Margot, well, I didn't... Margot's like, why have you brought these people to my house? Why aren't you doing it at your house? And, and B just says, well, I didn't want to mess my house up. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm using yours instead. Absolutely fair. Um, family eh so Cora gets to do some fashion designing with some old swimsuits yeah because B's like oh I had this great idea I thought the main event of the festival about surfing could be a fashion show yeah of swimsuit design through the ages from the past past 100 years Um, so Cora's yeah okay Cora gets all like intricate with the fabrics again like she did at the beginning yeah and she, she says I need a sewing machine yeah so they go up to the attic, I assume, and they find this dilapidated old single sewing machine yeah. that weighs an absolute ton. And then we get a surfing slash sewing montage. I put sewing, surfing, designing, waxing montage. Correct. As in waxing the surfboards. Yeah. And then I put, it is so long. <laughs> My note says longest montage ever, question mark. It is minutes. Five minutes, I reckon. I reckon if you time it, it's five minutes. Because I kept, I kept thinking, because at one point the song ends, and I'm like, okay, it'll <laughs> just fade it. back into the movie, loop and then it carries on. <laughs> I'm like, this is the longest montage I've ever seen, and we've seen some long montages on this show. There's a lot of padding in this movie. Oh yeah, just it's only an hour and twenty five minutes long. My my best favorite bit of padding in this movie is yet to come. Okay, cool. Um, she then has a bit of a bonding session with Tom again. Yeah, he's they like get to know each other. Yeah, because he's like um. He can't design in the when it's quiet. And yeah. He brings some vinyl in, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, plays some songs to her. And he yeah. likes her designs. Yes. And she asks Chica to be her model. Yeah. Because Chica's a good-looking girl. Why can't she be a model? Um, cut to mum being sad again. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back to Australia. And Owen has come to chat to Margot again. Um, and they... Do they dance? Kind of. They have a, they have bit, of a bit of a conversation. Of a they have a conversation about... He, she says to him, can I give you some feedback? And he's like, yeah, yeah, what's up? And she says, you're... He's like, why can't we keep... As in, uh, wave masters, we can't keep students. Yeah. We have a certain amount. They just leave after one lesson. And she's like, because you're too military. You're not nice, yeah. basically. You're not Australian enough. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, if only we could combine surf schools, surf schools. we'd have your people skills, my financial backing and equipment we'd be the best surf school in this tiny little town <laughs> they'd also have tom who is a surf instructor that nobody's <laughs> even mentioned 
Um, I've written here, I think he's her husband's best friend, but it's never actually explicitly no. stated who he and is. And he's like, your music shit, I'm putting some better music on, yeah. and then they have a dance. Yeah, they have a dance, they have a bit of a moment. Considering all the way through they've hated each other, it was quite surprising. Uh, Cora then accidentally finds out that Margot hasn't surfed for a year. Yeah, because B tells her. Because B, yeah. <laughs> um, she goes out with her surfboard and does stands by the ocean, but doesn't yeah. actually ever go in. Um, then she gets some more models for her fashion show. Cool surf girls. Cool That's surf what she girls. says Chica to Chica. Friends, she think, says, yeah. Chica, I need some cool surf girls. Yeah. And we get a mirror image scene of what happened at the beginning of we the do, movie. Yeah. So one of the cool surf girls changes one of Cora's, Cora's des- designs. Dresses, yeah. And Cora flips out. out like, like Morgana like, did at the designer, beginning. yeah. And she ends up storming out. And it's well, one of the models mirror. go, I don't know why you're so bothered. It's only dress up. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's her. This is like yeah. she's building the Empire State Building. But she doesn't recognize that she's doing the same thing no. that she was doing. And she eventually storms out, and it's a complete mirror scene. And then Tom just tells her the truth. He's like, well, that was a bit stupid. What have you yeah. done that for? He's, Tom's proper Australian. He don't give a shit. Um, then Margot talks to her about being a strong woman. Again, it goes on for fucking ages, and it's just sentimental bullshit. Yeah. Um, she then goes. She then apologizes to Chica, and Chica's just like, "Yeah, I'm cool." Yeah, and, but she hadn't done anything wrong about. to Chica. No. It was her friend that she offended. Um, this is my favorite part in the whole movie. <laughs> Me too. My next note says Tom has a hole. Tom has a horse because, of course, he does. She just goes to find him, and he's just petting these horses on and the beach. And she's like, "Oh, are they your horses?" And he's like, "No, Don't I just found them." <laughs> like he's this horse whisperer. Yeah, he's these like... wild horses, famously, yeah, not skittish <laughs> wild horses. Uh, and he's like, "Yeah, come over, pet the horses that I've I've just found," and and they look really sexy standing next to. And then we get a horse petting montage, yep. horse touching montage. I, I loved it. It's ridiculous. Uh, that night after for the, this absolute nothing scene of a horse touching, <laughs> Corey yeah. has to. Get, she's going back to the drawing board to reflect on what she's learned. Yeah, today. so she goes for a bit of a wander outside, and she sees a light on in a shed. Yeah, and so. She decides she's going to let herself in. Sure. She finds a key yeah. and lets herself in. Opens the padlock. And it's an old workshop. Doesn't look like anybody's been there for a while. So we can figure out whose workshop it was. There are various surfboards in different states of construction. Yeah. And Tom comes in and he says, what are you doing in here? Nobody's been in here for a year. Yeah. It's, it's Caleb's old workshop. No thanks, way. For the, thanks for the explanation, Tom. Um, and he's like, I don't like being in here. Like, Caleb, yeah, the creepy. ghost of Caleb is and this it. this board here that's half made would have been my board and he's, he's like I started that yeah. Caleb was teaching me how to build a board yeah. um, Margot then has another chat with dead Caleb he um, gives her a bit of a pep talk yeah and sort of look you can move on I don't want you to be sad forever sort of thing yeah <laughs> my next note is the next day Cora joins Tom standing in the sea lesson because yeah. They, they do, he's doing no a surfing. surf lesson, but there's no there's no boards. Everyone's and just, nobody says anything, and they're like, you know, them statues on the beach where they're sometimes underwater and sometimes not. They look like that, isn't it? It's really creepy, isn't it? Cause yeah, because Tom, Tom's in the sea with like four students, yeah. let's say, and then Cora paddles through them. Yeah, she doesn't and, say anything to any of them, and they no. all just like in slow mo turn and like it was up. fucking creepy. They look like Doctor Who bad guys. Yeah. They're just standing in the sea doing nothing and not saying anything. It's supposed to be romantic or something. I don't know. It was so She paddles through this group of dudes and they were just like, yeah, it's really odd. Yeah. It's like, I was like, that's creepy. And she can now full on surf as well. Yeah. That one lesson with Chica was in her bones. Chica should be the surf instructor. It is in her bones. 
Um, then Tom takes her to see a cave. Yeah. Um, he reveals that he's not been in that workshop since Caleb died. Yeah. Which we already knew. Um, but they bond about being creative because yeah. she's like, oh, you're like me. You're creating something from nothing. You can control what it becomes, your design. And he's yeah. like, oh my God, it's like you're speaking to my heart. <laughs> All the while, just sitting in a cave. Yeah. And then he points to a chalk painting on the wall of yeah. the cave and he went, you did that. <laughs> Drude. Drude, you did that. And she's like, what? I've been here before. I've ne- met you before. I know you. Chalk lasts for 10 years on a wall. What are you talking about? In a wet cave. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I was the little annoying annoying boy that you were knocking around with last time you came to stay. She's 18. So she would have been eight the last time he came. He's 28. (laughs) He's not supposed to be 28. No, he's not, but he is. He's he's definitely old. He looks older than her and he is definitely older than her. But he was the annoying boy that hung around, apparently. And after some cheesy dialogue, they have a bit of a smooch. I do. Um, she gets home and she takes a call on the house phone without even thinking about it. She yeah. picks it up. Guess who it is? It's mum. It's her mum. And she's got Cora. Well, she's... She says, I've done it. I've we've, controlled we've, the damage. The crisis is over. We've signed the deal with Morgana. It's the biggest yeah. job in your history of your world. She, say, she says the one nice thing she says, which is kind of accidentally. She says, I think it was a good thing you went to Australia. It's given us space. Yeah. But now I've sealed the deal. You need to get back She's here. not changed at all. Because she says... Um, like, your plane leaves tonight. Yeah, I've booked you some plane tickets. tickets. Your plane leaves tonight. Get on that plane. No, the festival's tomorrow. <laughs> Shit. The festival. Um, but she tells Tom she's not learned anything from this whole thing because she says to Tom right I'm going home God, I've got this modelling job that and I don't want to do and I lost at this point for whatever sympathy I had for Cora she's like I'm not like you I don't just give up yeah <laughs> just literally was horrible to him yeah. so he storms off and then Margot comes in and she's fucking horrible to her as well yeah she's like she says to Aunt Margot you've just sat around doing nothing since your husband died <laughs> like her husband's died. She said she actually uses a line. Caleb is a weight around your neck. It's like there's memories of him everywhere. Margot has been nothing but nice to this girl yeah. for the whole movie. She's let her into her home, and she just rips her head off. Yeah, and it's because she doesn't want to go back and yeah. model. But she could have just said, "I'm not coming back and modelling," because that's what she did at the beginning. Not, not how are those mom, how are those bridges that are behind you burning? It's ridiculous. Um. And then she goes in and rips all the designs up for the swimsuits that she's been sure. designing. Um, then we're at the airport. She's walking to the airport. She's stolen the sewing machine. Yeah, to one bit of luggage is this sewing machine. Which the pilot won't let her take on the plane. Too heavy. It's too heavy. Because so there's a storm going, coming. So she's like, fuck it. I'm not going there. Well, the pilot says to her, we have got to go now yeah. or we're stuck here. Yeah. Because there's a storm coming in. So because she can't take the sewing machine. It looked like because she can't take the sewing <laughs> machine on the plane, which she has stolen, she is not going. So she doesn't go. But to be fair, there were a load of flashbacks of the movie we've just seen. Yep. Like Cora was remembering why these people. Yeah, there's people a flashback nice montage of the good times in Australia and the bad times in New York yeah, that we've all seen. Yeah. Play it's, out. It's basically already. the whole movie plays again in in fast motion, <laughs> but she doesn't go um, because no, we she knew goes, she wouldn't. She go. goes back to Margot's. Well, she goes firstly goes to apologise to Tom. Oh yes. Yeah, so, but at Mar- at, at Margot's. They're all, it's yeah, all yeah. set in the garden of this house. Um and. He accepts her apology. He's like, it's all right. No problem. It's fine. He's a laid back Australian boy. They hug and he says, there's a bit of a storm coming in, you know? Yeah. Where's Margot? 
Doesn't he say he's got to go and lock up the surf shop? Yeah, or something? just in case it blows away. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. <laughs> then Cora goes into the house to try and find Margot because she needs to tell her that she's not gone anywhere. Yeah. Um, but doesn't find her and notices that Margot's surfboard has gone. Yeah. Shit. What time to There's a storm by. coming. There is. Um, we then cut to Margot who's on the water. And then, to be fair, I think I'll say this as a compliment. They then managed to do a whole drowning slash storm thing without a storm ever happening. <laughs> yes. Apart from someone presumably pouring a water can into a bathtub. Yes. So we see some droplets. Yeah. Margo trying to die in this storm intentionally. I, my takeaway was, yeah, she's because gone Because she's out a there champion to... surfer and there's no waves and she should be just easily yeah. surfing these waves. Because... That was my takeaway from it, that she'd gone out to... To try of... and end things. Yeah. Um, but she... But so she would have been completely goes... Cora's fault because she sent her into a spiral exactly. by telling her that her husband was a weight around her neck. But it's okay because Cora can surf out and save her in the middle of a storm. Yeah. After one surf lesson, remember. Um, and she does. She she drags Margot up, puts Margot on a board, and the storm ends, and the, and the storm is never mentioned again. No. Nope. And the sea is like a mill pond. There yes. is literally not a single wave in that sea. Um, and that's the end of the storm. Um, Mum then finds out that Cora didn't get on the plane. Yeah. She's annoyed. But then she's not annoyed for long because she finds... A, the perfect video. The perfect the, home video. perfect point in the Just movie. happens to be on her computer and it's it's of their trip to australia yes at when margo was, and caleb's house yes when cora was like eight and cora's designed this dress out yeah. of looks like paper and stuff, it's a bit of paper and yeah. yeah and and she comes in she's and she's really, really proud, proud. she wants really to show happy. them look and at margo's design. really proud of her and is like oh it's amazing that's great and her mum's like well model it properly then and yeah do the do the posing catwalk and, and, and of course like, i don't want to i just want to show you that i've designed it yeah. and her mum gets all pushy mum on it and and you even hear caleb he's on the camera operating the yeah. camera and he says like well yeah she doesn't want to model it and then that gives the mum a come to jesus moment she's like <laughs> oh to, come, to, come to australia moment <laughs> she's like oh i'm the bad guy <laughs> i get it now if only she'd have told me this right at the start of the movie oh wait she did she did um <laughs> We come back to Australia. Margot is now ready to say goodbye to Caleb. Um, she's now seen what he went through, I guess, when he... I assume he drowned. I don't think we ever it's, find I that out. I don't think it's said. I don't think it does, but I think he's... Eaten a, by a shark? Maybe. Uh, let's say that. Um, so they throw some reefs in the river. Or, yeah, all three of them do. Yeah, big river. All three of them do. And that's the end of Caleb. He's now... They moved on and everybody can be happy again. That was quite a sweet moment. Yeah, yeah it was all right. They all had a hug to the... The three generations. The festival starts the next day. Sure does. It's a success. Everybody seems to be enjoying themselves at this tiny little festival on the beach. Um, and the fashion show, fashion show starts. Yep. And these... Everyone's going wild. Yeah. Everybody loves a fashion show. Yeah. 100-year-old swimsuits. Now, some of these swimsuits would not have been worn 100 years They're ago. Not, she's kind of like took... I guess what she's she took done, inspiration she took from the aesthetic yeah. rather than recreating it because some of them are like a bit steampunky. Yeah, they're like, they're not swimsuits from a yeah. hundred years ago for definite. But guess who shows up in the middle of this fashion show? That's mum. It is mum, and nobody's surprised by this. No, Cora looks over and goes, "Oh, that's my mum." How long's the flight from New York to uh, Sydney? It's got to be a while. Yeah, probably. Um, then Margot looks over and she kind of just smiles, and everybody's like. Would they expect she called to say she was coming? Yeah, but they don't want to interrupt the show. It's in mid-flow. 
But you'd think she'd at least gone, shit, there's my mum, not Ireland. And then... No, she says, come on, second part of the show. Yeah, the models finish modelling and then she says, right, run down to the ocean, which is quite a long way away. So they go, the models then go surfing. Yeah, with the... With With their swimsuits on. Designs on. Her mum approaches Cora and... Just a massive montage of surfing and... Yeah. Modelling. Shit, yeah. Uh, Mum approaches Cora and tells her that she's proud of her. Um, they basically have their reunion moment. Chica's friend Patrick turns out. Do you remember him? Yeah, so uh, basically Chica and the Smothers have presumably been taking some photos of the shoot and yeah. of them surfing. Yeah, and putting them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And got some likes on Instagram. From- yeah, and Chica says, oh, my friend Patrick, I told you about, he's liked one of the photos or some of the photos. And it turns out Patrick is a... New York fashion guru who's like I've written the word down uh, it turns out that he is according to Cora one of the most iconic fashion photographers in the world okay it is never explained how Chica knows him no <laughs> why Chica would know him this sort she's, of farm girl from he's never left this little from, ranch in Australia yeah. she just suddenly knows this guy in New York yeah and he likes her Instagram photos and, and she's like yeah I'll, I've, I've passed you your details he's gonna call you to, to Cora. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I was like, the fucking balls on this, <laughs> this movie. Margot and Owen join forces. They join their surf schools together. Um, finally. Um, Tom has made a new surfboard. A lot's happened very quickly. In very this closing quickly. Montage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a closing montage. Uh, Tom's made a new surfboard, which he gives to Cora. Um, the workshop now belongs to him. Yep. He just holds the keys up and says, that's my workshop now. Then Cora's like... Cora's mum says, I think you should go to think about going to college. Yeah, she's like, I agree with what you said right at the start of this movie. You should look at going into college. Yeah. And Cora's like, I've already been accepted into college. Yeah. Here, in Australia, and in New York. Yeah. And, and then Margot says, Where, which one are you going to choose? And she completely ignores the question and runs into the sea. Yeah. And that's how your movie ends. I need closure. <laughs> she's going to choose Australia. Why don't she go back to New York? It's not even like a cliffhanger, is it? What did you think of this movie, Nick? Strangely, I enjoyed it. Okay. And I've no idea why. <laughs> I have no idea why either because I fucking hated it. But I think for me, I think we have one of the different things about it. Is I was kind of sitting there thinking, not that I want to watch it again because I never want to watch it again, but I was kind of thinking, it's not out of the ordinary for this sort of thing to be on in my house. Yeah. And like, if with the sort of eyes on. Like, if we were watching as family, because I've got two young daughters, I'd be like, this is fine for you to watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is a it's bubblegum, harmless yeah. unit. Whereas I can imagine you sitting there going, this is an absolute <laughs> fucking waste of my time. It, it isn't a bad movie, but it isn't a me movie, obviously. Sure. But I can understand why there's certain demographics out there that wouldn't hate this I movie. I understand why this movie exists. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, and that's what this show's all about. We watch different movies in different genres and different things come and go. And sometimes we like... SPF 18 is a perfect example. That's one of these movies. But we both loved it. I think this, though... For, which really puzzles everybody else who's yeah, ever seen Yeah, but that was it. a bit... That was a bit weird. Yes. This is, in my memory, just desperately trying to think of all 200-odd movies <laughs> we've seen. I don't think we've ever seen one like this before. I think this might be the most out-and-out just family movie Chintzy that movie. we've ever seen. Yeah. I think you're right. Because uh, that's all it is. It's an extended episode of Home and Away. Yeah. It's inoffensive. Nothing really happens. But it's boring as fuck. 
it is boring. There's some really the the montages are ridiculous. Take the montages out. This is an hour long. If that uh, the, the the acting's bad. The dub it does the dub does it no favors whatsoever. No, it, the post production's it, really let it down. Sort of a sh- shitty rotten cherry on top of just shit. <laughs> but but having said all that, I I sort of had a little chuckle a couple of times at it. Yeah. But I did. I at no point was I like, oh fuck it, I hate this. Yeah. It was stupid. It was shit. But it was. I found some enjoyment in it. I don't. I didn't think I hate this. I thought I'm bored of this. Yeah. But that's a completely different thing. Yeah. I can. I see the demographic of why somebody would sit and watch it. When those horses turned up, I was just like, but brilliant. I did laugh at that. I must admit. What? Why? Because that just, guy looks sexy next to a horse. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. His hair, long hair was flowing. The horse's yeah. manes were flowing. Yeah. Just, yeah, I've tamed these wild horses for you. <laughs> Can't make that up. Well, you can. It's in a movie. Yeah, but somebody's made it up. That's, oh, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's an unusual one for us to do on this show, but that's what this show's all about, just doing stuff that's out of the ordinary. It's it's out of, yeah, it's out of the wheelhouse, but it's, it's what the randomizer threw up. I mean, it's an hour and 20 minutes long. It felt like it was two hours long it did um and it's it's just it's done on the cheap and it's a hallmark movie isn't it there's there's no peril to any of the characters yeah you know exactly where it's going from the start nobody's ever in any danger there's it's, no story i'd say it's young it's a young adult movie but it's not it's not even it's not, tween, it's, it's, is it? it's, 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 it's aimed at 50 year old mums <laughs> isn't it yeah yeah it is yeah. and it's just it is so paint by numbers isn't it yeah we're like we we talk, you know there's, there's no characters there's, there's it paper thin does it is an injustice to yeah. paper yeah it's terrible um what's the best thing about it i mean in parts it's shot nicely yeah there's some nice shots of surfing australia's lovely the beach looks great. <laughs> the house is nice. The garden, yeah. you know, even the workshop. Yeah. I'm like, I would like to go there. Yeah, I'd go there. Chill out for a bit. Would you like to do a surf lesson? I would like to give surfing a go. Yeah. I've never never tried it. Not me. I'd be yeah. terrible at it, but I can imagine you giving it a go. <laughs> I always think, I'd really like to give surfing. I always think that wetsuits look like a pain in the ass to get into like well, i've done like white water rafting yeah and a few bits and bobs which requires a wetsuit and they were, they were just a pain to get yeah in i can honestly say i've never donned a wetsuit in my life yeah probably never will i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i think you can do it well i could probably do it but it's whether i want to or not. <laughs> um what would you change about it um you've got to sort that dub out for a start that's the easiest thing you can do to have a bit of an impact on this movie. Yeah. It's all right overdubbing that, some lines if there's background noise, but the whole, pretty much the whole movie is. It's just an extra handicap really that it bad. doesn't need. It's really off-putting. Yeah. And maybe just give it a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. make something happen in it. My my next other thing is um, I'd do something more with the mother character because she's just... Yeah. She's just too, too, too plain She's too on the nose. Too Agreed ridiculously horrible stream table yeah three films currently in the stream table at number three is hard feelings i think this might be our first debate okay in our burgeoning stream table we never debate this early on i'm excited (laughs) number two is the girl in the yellow jumper and currently the top of the stream is the call 
It's the fourth film going in. It's going bottom, surely. The question is, yeah, is it third or fourth? It's fourth. It's you. Hard feelings is terrible, but it has a story. It it has a me- it has a nice message. Done badly, but the message is good. I just had fun. I had a bit of fun with this. I'm I'm just like you're in a weird mood, man. Something's not right with you tonight. What's happened? There's no way this is better than Hard Feelings. I'm sorry, it's just not. I will accept it's not better. Okay. For some reason, I think I enjoyed it more than Hard Feelings. I'm just concerned by you. <laughs> Are you okay? You need to talk to somebody. I am talking to someone. <laughs> professional. Are you not professional? Not in this. Not in this <laughs> wheelhouse. No. I, I think it is probably fourth. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. But honestly, I'd be, I'd be tempted to have it above hard feelings. Uh, this, this, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bothered. No, I know yes. you're not. But what concerns me now is this film's going to trip us up all season. No, it's not because it's going bottom. Yeah. Until when the next time we have an argument about it, oh, was this better or worse? Than, and we're just never going to agree on this movie all season now. No, no, it's fine. It's fine to be where it is. Yeah. But there's going to be other stuff that comes and you're going to go, oh, it's, I'm going to go, it's better. And you're going to go, no, it's worse. And all season, <laughs> we're just going to argue about this fucking movie. <laughs> that you never want to think of again. Yeah. Ah, we'll oh. see what happens. Oh, it's also two words, Riptide. Don't know why. It isn't. Um, yeah, cool. That's the end of that one. <laughs> Should we pick next week's? Yeah. What do you want next week? I'll say the same as last week because I've still not had it. I'll go okay. an action movie. Nice action movie. You've definitely not had it. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, sure. He has picked as a movie called Hypnotic. Ever heard of Hypnotic? I do not believe so. It is a, according to IMDb, a psychological thriller and a mystery thriller. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's from 2021. Do you want the okay. synopsis? Yes, please. Jen, an unhappy, unemployed programmer, meets Dr. Colin Mead, a shrink specialising in hypnotherapy at a friend's party. Her ex, Brian, whom she's avoiding, is there. She ends up sleeping with him and decides to see Mr. Dr. Mead. (laughs) Not Mr. Doctor. Her personal (laughs) and professional life improves drastically, but she starts questioning Dr. Mead's integrity after nearly killing Brian whilst hypnotised. Oh, Evil hypnotist. Evil hypnotist. Do you want to know who's in it? Yes, please. Katie Seagal. Oh, brilliant. I haven't seen Katie Seagal in this film. This show's in season two. Uh, no. She won season two. Uh, Jess Namara, Dula Hill. There's quite a few people in this. Oh, I like Dula Hill. Fantastic. Hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. Sounds good. Does sound good. Sounds, sounds different from this week's movie. One and, one hour and 28 minutes. Okay. This sounds very different from this week's movie, thank God. Um. So yeah, go out and watch hypnotic and in the meantime check us out on instagram and letterboxd at b-o-t-s underscore podcast if you want to drop us an email our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com on our website you will find every episode we've ever recorded all the stream tables loads of other cool stuff and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream horse horse (laughs) so you can stand sexily next to it sure after you've done all that head over to patreon patreon.com slash bottom of the stream on there for five quid every month you will get early access to episodes you'll get bonus episodes 
you get loads of other cool stuff and you can get you will also get a wild card sure which means you can pick the film we watch one week and if it's the best one of the season you'll get a prize and then when you've done all of that head into the discord the discord is a wonderful group of wonderful people who will literally talk to you about any old shit and we play games we do watch-alongs we've got watch-along coming up next this sunday as of this episode coming out um and yeah we do all sorts of cool stuff in there the discord link will be at the bottom of the show notes if you can spare us a few minutes please consider leaving us a rating and review anywhere you can review and rate podcasts it really helps it helps get our show in front of the eyes and in the ears of more people and that's what it's all about you can find us anywhere that you find podcasts places like podbean <laughs> places like podbean indeed <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, all those places. My mind just went totally blank. Did, yeah, you, you've looked. The fear in your eyes <laughs> like was real. Everything dropped out of my head <laughs> all at once. Uh, I can't stop thinking about beach horses. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do all of that and then go out and watch Hypnotic. And we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for The Movie Show. Cheers. Bye.